0: This is episode three of TOTFC podcast. Welcome for those of you joining around from all around the world. We're out here in Nova Scotia during COVID-19 lockdown and we have T-Bear Upshaw. T-Bear is a former athlete, is a tour guide and a personal basketball coach who lives out in Calgary. He's from Halifax and Tristan is joining me and we are about to get it started and talk about his life and where he is at now and what Top of the Food Chain means to him.
1: This was a super special episode for me because I grew up watching T-Bear uh, play for St. X, uh, So it was, it was fun for me to get a little bit uh, behind the scenes of uh, his experience playing ball growing up going through the city and just uh, climbing the food chain so hope you enjoy it. <laughs>
0: So there, what's up? I just wanted to touch on something you said yesterday when, uh, we talked a bit about, uh, your friends calling you names because you were getting, you were getting a little, like you were changing your environment. You were, you're switching it up and, and doing things that other people didn't do. Um, I wanted to touch on like, what's your opinion on like society and its views on, you know, race or culture and how it plays on the the minds of young kids that um might not be as self-confident um say as you because like I, i was i was talking to tristan like you you're i wouldn't say you're like your typical alpha um athlete like in terms of like you would agree that you're a little different in terms of like artistically um like unconventional compared to like maybe what s- society views like somebody with your kind of skills and and body and athleticism like how do you how do you think like society plays on the minds of kids like growing up like did it did it affect you like in terms of you Oh crazy like society
2: has like so much power over it things that you don't even think about like when you're black you're just automatically supposed to be a good athlete no matter what Society deems you a good athlete no matter where you go, no matter what gym you walk into, no matter what it is. You go into a gym, like for example, you go into a gym That's crazy with a, in a team, on a team with there's, with there's five black players. They're warming up down one end. Then you have a team with five white players warming mm. up down the other end. Who do you think society is going to yeah. pick to automatically win that game? Just mm. off walking in the gym and looking. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what kind of pressure that puts on the black kids if they don't win that game? Like, they feel that pressure that they have to win that game. I never but really, even, it's just the game. I never even thought of it
0: like, like that, almost. That's, yeah. yeah. That's-
2: it's pressure that's like you can't control. You guys can't control it because society has told you these things about us. Society has made the world think that we are these super athletes, these superhuman beings that no matter what sport we play, we have to be good at it. And if we're not good at basketball, we have to be good at dancing or making music. Which is why those things are so big in our communities. Which mm. is why those things are so big when people succeed in our communities doing those things. Because that is a culture thing for us. That's a rite of passage. But society makes it not be a rite of passage. Society makes it like you have to be able to do it. You have to be good. You have to be able to to knock off every single player who's not black who's in who's in your way. You have to be better than them. You have to be. You have to be faster. You have to be stronger. Have to be able to jump higher. You have to be able to talk to girls better. You have to be able to dress better. You have like that's what society does to us. Makes us think that. Makes us think that. And when we dress like that, when we dress like this, all these fancy clothes, all this and that, society's Mm -hmm. saying you're doing too much. But when we don't dress like that, we're thugs and we're not doing enough. So it's kind of like that's the control they have over who you are and what you're doing. And these are things that nobody even realizes and talks about because they're like, yo. Why are black people always flashing this and flashing that and blah, blah, blah? Because we can't get respect any other way. They mm. see us flashing that, and immediately they look. They're like, yo, he's dressed like this. Instant respect. Instant appreciation. Instant gratification. I come in the gym dressed in sweats, pair of whatever kicks, backwards hat, yada, yada. They're just going to look at me and be like, whatever. Like he's if you showed thug. up... He's showed a up. thug. What if you
0: showed up with like a skateboard and like a backpack? What would people... What would the... Uh
2: that's off but okay
0: like that's he's not supposed to be doing that but like
2: that's off but that's okay
1: like even now when i'm
2: hiking people are blown away they're like you're you're black i'm like and yeah. what is it like what does that have to do with anything it's not about black and white it's about culture and the culture that i'm in right now is a culture that enjoys going to the mountains i like being mm-hmm. around that culture and that's what i'm going to do your culture will change all the time because you're going to be around different cultures it's a, it's it's when you get stuck in the one culture and thinking that you are you can only do this because you're you're right. raised with this culture, that's where the problems begin because you've already put mm-hmm. yourself in a box and you've already told yourself it's, we're like, our culture is not allowed to do this. I, I'm I,
0: not allowed to go do this stuff. It's so interesting because um, I remember like you were just so um, like everybody knew who you were in the city. Like um, when we go play ball at like uh, junior high courts and the nets were a little low and you were like windmill and doing the craziest dunks. like you'd have the entire school out watching you know what i mean like the entire school was yeah. out watching tristan like it like imagine a hundred kids just around a court watching like guys play pickup on small rims or, or a little bit lower rims just fooling around and uh and he, it goes beyond that but I, I always talk about what you just said about what people expect in terms of like for for me for boo tyler Somebody who is equally as impressive, but not athletically. Like he's a great athlete, but
2: his
0: his resume in terms of education is like is is. But it blew my mind that when he's like he spoke at at, uh, Wade's funeral, it was almost as if people in the community like didn't know who he was, and were blown away like where where has this where has this guy been like how do I not know him and it's exactly kind of what Bear Sanders are like sports and music is almost the only thing that is like recognized is recognized as glorified, and yeah. is glorified whereas like you got this guy that's like it, inte- intellectually like you know there's not many people on his level in terms of like how how fast he develops growth how how quickly he understands how well he can put words together like it's crazy and it, it blew my mind like i was like because I, I understand why 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 bear everybody knew bear he's best one of the best athletes in the province if not the best basketball player at the time and and it just like shocked me that like later on in life even more time for people to kind of get to know who Tyler th- like but no people don't look for that stuff it's like you only no. to see who's the new kid coming up in the basketball scene so not what kid is is making a difference in, yeah, and in, the- in something different than what society says yeah they can be good in and it's it's really, that was, that's crazy that, like, the way you, you, you put that in there, like, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's,
0: that's just what society has done, I mean, advice
2: for for kids is just, don't box yourself in, man, just don't feel like, you're gonna feel the pressure, there's no way to avoid the pressure that you're gonna feel all the time, but don't box yourself in, just embrace it, and just continue to try and do what it is you love to do, or what it is you want to do, because, yeah, that pressure, of you're, you're supposed to be like this. You're supposed to be like that. Those things are always going to be there, man. It's Dude, never going to go away. you still
1: feel the pressure a little bit, or has that has that gone away?
2: All the time. I still feel it all the time. All the time. I can't, like, man, I walk, walk in stores anywhere I go. Like, anywhere I go. That's why, like, like, it's funny because I never understood how different it was until I really married my wife started really figuring things out and just realizing that like, people don't understand why we dress, why we talk, why we walk, why we why we do things the way we do things. And, but at and- the same time, it's... The toughest part about it is how we live where we're from is not how we can live where, like, at the same time where we're from. So how I live in Margrave Park, outside of Margrave Park, I can't live like that in Halifax. Where I come from, you solve problems with violence. You can't leave the hood and go solve a problem with violence. It's not acceptable. You, Where where I'm from, if you, have, if anything's going on, someone's parent can chastise you. You can't leave the hood and chastise someone else's kid. That's it. That's against the law, right? There's all these things that we do that we're born and bred to do. We're taught from a young age to do. But we're being taught these things even though we're not allowed to do these things outside of our environment. Mm-hmm. And then once we get out of our environment and do it, people wonder why we're so surprised right. that people are coming down on us. It's like, wait, my mom and the people I care about have told me my entire life, I can do this. And now I have the law or teachers or someone else telling me I can't do it. You think I'm going to understand why I can't do it? Hell no.
1: Right. Right? All
2: you um, and this, Exactly. It's all I've ever known. And that's, flip side, I can say the same thing about people who come from gated communities. The only time they see Blacks Latina is like colored is on TV in a negative light. If they've never met one and they only see one ever in a negative light, what do you think they're gonna think of one when they actually see one? Or Negatives. hear stories or hear stories from parents. They, have, or no, parents like, they parents. have no other examples or no other things to go off of. So that's so then that at the same time, yeah. as, as much as it hurts us that they think like that, it's almost not like it's not their fault that they've been boxed in and been like, forced to think like that because of what the media and what everything yeah. else is showing them and how we've been portrayed. And that's the shitty thing because it's a double-edged sword. It's like, mm. they're, they they have no other choice but to think like that because that's what they're seeing all the time. And we have no other choice but to act like that because that's what we're being told all the time. Wow. So it's like, yeah,
0: it's it's tough, man. It's
2: super-duper
0: tough. How did you... Um, how did, uh, If you don't want to talk about it, but... Um, how did you avoid the pressure of following down footsteps similar to say Chico, Mari, Tyler, um, where you, you, you avoid it doing getting involved in kind of what, um, people from your, your, uh, neighborhood, especially some of your best friends end up getting involved in. Um, like how, how, how do you avoid the pressure? Cause that, like you said, like, there must have been pressure to kind of, to, to follow those footsteps. Like you saw the life, like you, you know what I mean? Like yeah.
2: sure you saw
0: money, cars, like um, I'm not going to say you had a problem with girls because you know, you were top of the food chain on the basketball floor. So that <laughs> anybody that knows that way, but, but the other, the other part of the side of life, like how did you avoid that? And um, how do you, how do you, what would you, explain to people that don't understand it and and just aren't aren't ever gonna feel like the feelings that you felt like I, I remember um, people I don't know you've lost a lot of a lot of close people to you and the two of us like I'm always you your best friends and I'm always there to try to support you and lift uplift you. And I remember the other like not too long ago when um, Buzzy had passed and I was trying I was trying my best to like just be a good friend. But I don't think I was because I wasn't, I wasn't like really listening. I wasn't giving you space. And you said something that really like resonated with me when I said, like, I know how you're feeling. And you you were like, you don't, like, you just don't. And and for like it hurt for me, but it's also one of those things that's real. Like, I don't, like, most people don't understand what it's like for somebody that where you're from, like losing people that close to you, like it's it's uncommon for me. It's uncommon for Tristan. It's uncommon for a lot of people. But but from where you come from, like I don't want to say it's common, but it's it's more common than it is for for, for yeah. us. And and like, how do you exp- like how did you avoid the pressures? And how do you te- what do you tell people that don't comprehend the hurt, the pain, the difficulty in kind of navigating those feelings and and pressures? We're like growing up, like kind of similar to what we're talking about with society. And then you know. How do you deal with actually when you're in that, when around that?
2: Well, I mean, the
0: biggest thing,
2: like the biggest thing you have to think about is are you built for the consequences that come with the path you're about to embark on? If you're not built for those consequences, if you can say right now, I'm not built for those consequences, if you're not built to live in jail, if you're not built to be around criminals all the time, if you're not built to go out there and really be ready to lose your life on a daily basis, you're not built for the consequences of that lifestyle. And those guys I was never,
0: those guys and uh, yeah.
2: And those guys were like Just, those guys accepted the terms that came with the life they were living, and they'd always accepted it. Every person that was doing it that I talked to, they always understood the fact that they could die any day.
0: They everybody,
2: fake. yeah, everybody that I talked to, they were always like, Man, like I got, I know I, I can die tomorrow, I can die tonight. I can, and it was always a normal, like normal for them to say that because that's the kind of thing that comes to their life. It's like, Yo, it's almost as prevalent is saying yo i can score i can score 50 tomorrow right Mm. i gotta be ready to score 50 tomorrow it's like man i gotta i gotta be ready to to kill someone tomorrow someone could try and rob me are you are you prepared to kill somebody if not then you're not prepared to live that life like these are Mm. things that that happen that people aren't prepared for like i got in trouble when i was young i was i was arrested for a a home invasion whatever whatever got locked up, freaking had to go to court do all that bullshit End of the day, found not guilty. But during that whole process, yo, terrified, terrified. Mm-hmm. That made you like learn. Yeah, yeah. My my heart. I knew I was like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not built for the consequences of this lifestyle. It's not. I'm not built for it. And it wasn't just not being built for the consequences of the lifestyle. I had people that I looked up to that under no circumstances would they have allowed me to make that decision. If that decision was made, I would have had to deal with the consequences from them. And the Mm -hmm. consequences from the law. And I was not, I wasn't going to deal with those consequences. And then aside from that, aside from that part, I had Bannons, I had Peters, I had Frosties, I had Duncans, I had Kodaks. I had people who had beautiful lives and beautiful families and things that I could aspire to get. And I was around them all the time. And it was never a fact, it was never as if I felt out of place. They never made me feel out of place. It was always kind of like they made me feel like I could attain or I could get everything they have. Like I could get these things. And I wanted those things. I didn't I didn't want to be out on the block on that. I spent nights with my friends on the block and it was it's craziness. It's crazy out there, man. Like I couldn't
0: wasn't for that what, stuff. What is it? Um you don't have to go into like detail or say who, but like what's it like? Like what for anybody that doesn't understand what like a night would be like. Um, Fuck. So man, you're out there the
2: entire night. First off, you're out there the entire all hours of the night. You're there from I should just say we stopped playing ball at 10, stop at the outdoor court. Then we go over to the cut.
0: Bro, you could be chilling there
2: for like, until right up until the sun comes out.
0: And just people just, well, like, it's just
2: interactions.
0: People, in people are coming
2: up. Yeah, people are walking up and walking back. The most fucked up thing that really, like the thing that really fucked me up is when I'd see someone's parent. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what uh, the fuck, man? And like you do don't them. think it. Yeah, you don't realize. You have no idea a someone's parent could be doing that because you never the only time you see that parent is when you're at the crib chilling with your boy mm-hmm. or when you see them oh doing shopping or whatever the case might through be through the
0: community or something or... exactly
2: but then when the nighttime comes you're out there with your boy you see that same parent who is like uh i guess you could say who is a good parent you you would have thought mm-hmm. come up and then you see their vice they come up get their vice and you're just like. You know it fucks you up because you're thinking like, does their does their son know? Like, does my boy know that his mom does crack? Does wow. my boy know, know? Does my boy know that his dad does crack? Like he's home sleeping right now. His his parents out here up on the block getting a chop from from my friend. It's like, mm-hmm. like what's going on there, right? It's like, and then you have to fight with the fact that you can't tell your boy his mom does crack, but you have to go around his mom all the time knowing that she does crack and she knows, you know, she does crack. But you have no idea if he knows. That's think about yeah, sitting at the at the kitchen table where your boy <laughs> and his and his mom's cooking and she does crack. You know, but he, you like, you don't know if he knows. It's fucked up, man.
0: That's that's insane.
2: Yeah, it's know. fucked up. Crazy man, it's saying these are the kind of things that like you got to mentally be prepared to think through these things, and nobody should have to do that.
0: No, right?
2: Yeah. A teenager should not have to think through that situation. No, ever.
1: So like in these- was it was it difficult for you to admit that you weren't built for that life, or like? Oh yeah. You must have felt immense. Is, it- Is there a stigma
0: yeah. like in in the community? Like if you're not like if you're like I don't no it's not for me like. There what There was fuck like- big time yeah there was because I mean
2: if you if you if you have a group of friends there's five of you guys and let's say four of them they're all that life's for them. Mm. Then you don't you you're not built for that and you don't do that. Now you got to think about you can't hang with them. You're gonna be alone because they're, they're they're not gonna stop doing those things.
0: Just because you you're gonna
2: stop the, being around exactly. Like you, so have, you, to you have to get up to them. Exactly, you yeah, have you're to you're figure hungry. out a way. Can I like am I gonna hang with these guys and like just allow this shit to go down and have to deal with the consequences, or am I just gonna say fuck it nah I'm not I'm not hanging with these guys anymore. And so you realize that you're on an island regardless of what decision you make. Because you're by yourself, even if you go to, choose to hang with them. Because just because you're with them, you don't have the same mindset they do. And they're about to do some shit that you know you have to be ready for. But that's not what you want. So right there, you're by yourself. Because you don't want that. Then, you got to think, oh man, these are my only friends. Now I'm in the hood and I have no one to hang with. These guys are going, no, what am I going to do? I'm by myself. Legitimately by myself. And it's not like like, it's not a situation in the hood where you can just be by yourself and just be cool with being by yourself. You can't, like, no. You need, you need,
0: you need your boys. I don't care, I don't give a fuck. What hood you need your boys. You need just your group. You need is, your squad. Is it just because people are always kind of acting up? Somebody's always up to something? Like There's
2: always something.
0: Even if you're well-known or your mom's well-known, like, somebody will, like, anything can pop up? Yep.
2: Anything. Anything. Obviously, obviously, people have, a, a, like, a lot more leeway and a lot more than others but at the same time man like like you said yesterday it can go from joking to like real shit real quick like i was on i was in the steps with andre tyler mikey jesse um and then some older boys i was in grade eight grade eight or nine probably grade nine so we're chilling jesse comes down god rest his soul jesse comes down and next thing you know is we're all joking and me, Andre, and Tyler, like, and Mikey. We were, like, kind of like the young guys that always pushed, <laughs> pushed a little, pushed a little. So, we're joking, said this, said that, talking about MJ sucks. Jesse went from joking with us to getting so mad, he pulled his gun and put it in my face and told him, it was like, you have five seconds to run. Like, right in my face, five seconds to run. Oh, Andre, great.
0: Tyler, grade eight or nine. It was the That's summer. Cool. I And nobody... Just- Nobody I knew what to about do. That. I was gonna say, I remember you telling me, and you literally—yeah.
2: Nobody knew what to do. My feet turned to stone, couldn't move. Said so you have five seconds to run. Started counting down. Andre, Tyler, Mikey—they're uh-huh. like in the back. They don't know what—they don't know what the fuck to do. They're just like—they're all just there looking like, should we run? Should we stay? He Counts down to five, gets down to one, and go, and just goes like, woulda got ya, as if it was like some kind of a fucking joke. I'm like horrified, like terrified, <clears throat> terrified, dog, terrified. This guy says, oh could have got you. like what like the fuck man okay but that that's the and that that's the kind of
0: stuff that happens that, like, that, like that's not i, I don't want to say um it happened all the time but it wouldn't be uncommon for another story like that some somewhere else throughout the hood like throughout the year no dude man in the hood like when they say it gets hot in the hood in the summer yeah
1: it's
2: it's like it's not like it's not a stereotype it's not a joke It's it's hot you're in the hood around a bunch of people who live on the edge every single day of their life, back against the wall at the same time. And then you add alcohol, you add weed, you add heroin, you add Coke, you add all these drugs into the mix, and then you add the fact that everybody's broke. Mm. And then you got to think about everybody's broke, but somehow there's all these drugs around, there's all this liquor around, that the drugs and liquor are coming from, who knows, could be coming from, criminals could be coming from, who knows, really. But when you put that on the mix... And then you lock people in a four-street four, four street radius, a block, mm-hmm. and you tell them, yo, this is all you have to do. The fights, the violence, yeah. the crimes, you will not... You guys don't even, like... The crazy thing about our our communities is the stuff you guys don't hear about. You only hear about people shit, shit when someone dies. Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I
2: mean? Like, in our community, if someone gets stabbed, you might not hear about that because they're not going to tell anybody. Right. right. Like, they're not going to say anything. And if they don't okay. have to go... Like they go to the hospital, they get stitches, blah, 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 whatever, stab wound. They don't have to tell anybody, so it's not going in the paper. Police. You guys. Don't you guys come, yeah, you guys you guys aren't going to hear about three, three, three boys jumping somebody, three girls jumping somebody, someone getting jumped and fucked up. Cause right. Nobody died, so it's not going in the paper. So you don't know how dangerous it is. That's right. You don't
0: know what's really going on. Especially if it's within the hood itself, too, right? Like if it's not a kid from outside the community,
2: or yeah. more or less
0: yeah. not to. I, I can attest to that. I remember. Um, growing up on Creighton Street, like I used to see people fucked up on on the streets, like laying in the street with like just blood running from their head. When I was like, yeah. a child, and 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 I was like I was you know eight eight to like nine or ten max before before we maybe eleven or twelve. I can't remember, but around that age, and and my mom kind of shielded me a bit, like you know what I mean. So like I didn't I didn't get to go through my adolescence, so it was hard for me to really mm. grasp what was going on with prostitutes on the corner, pimps on the corner mm-hmm. all the time, like walking down the, the, the road with cell phones when there was no cell phones. It was like this big. And you're like, man, what? Yep. How does this guy have this? Yep. Like, this mm-hmm. looks like a weird, like a, and, and but you see, like, you'd see this and it would just be forever until a, an ambulance or cop came, cop car came. Like, they just didn't respond the same way that they would respond if that happened on the other side of the commons. Nope. You know what I mean? Um, and for Not kids, at all. The other side of the Commons is, is probably the central area of the city and, and closer to the south end, whereas on the, su- the north side of the Commons is the start of the north end, and that's what they're saying. Like, if anything happened in the hood, like they, they don't like the newspapers aren't gonna be like, kid, you know, kid gets jumped in the
1: yeah that's in, right. in the
0: street by his, un- in his apartment. But if yeah, it was, if it was a white kid from like I don't know. If, down uh by the school of theology or something and it was and it was three kids jumping him it'd be all in the newspaper be cops there in a second yeah man that's an interesting point that everything that happens doesn't nobody knows about Hmm. exactly unless it unless it happens to somebody outside of the environment that we're in. that that that, yeah
2: wow yeah just it doesn't get out you hear about like this crazy stuff man i used to get dropped to school and it's like stolen cars and shit like it's like them guys, would, like they would steal cars and just come parking in the parking lot where everybody kicks it, and then someone else would jump in and drive it the next, the next day. And then the cops would finally come down and seize it. Like they would, they would get the cars, come in the parking lot, and they would just like legit. This is gonna sound kind of crazy, but like they would steal cars, they would race back to the hood, they would get to the hood with like two cars, and then they would have like crash car derbies. Like boom, you're smashing the cars up in the parking lot, just boom, smashing cars, and you're like. This is, it's at like 12 12 in the morning, 1 in the morning and it's a normal thing like nobody's coming out of their window hollering stop making that noise, no one's oh. calling the cops because they're doing it,
1: right. Most,
2: that's just happening Are they if, scared? you don't 100% they don't want to be the person to make that call they right. don't want that... to be the person ah, they, and the... it's like
1: yeah,
2: yeah, they, yeah. Re- realistically they should make that call but they don't want to be that person
0: the stigma with calling the, the cops from where you're from, what's that uh how's that play into people's livelihood and everyday life in terms of trying to climb the food chain like trying to like what you said like um you know if you come from the bottom like and you're trying to go up like how does that affect you if if you can't really sleep properly if you can't go to bed like you know with uh without something on your mind being like man i don't know what's going to happen i might hear gunshots These guys might be crashing cars. People might be running around in backyards. Like, how do you, how do you climb? Like, can you climb? Like, I mean, obviously people have, you're out West, like you're living a a solid life. Like you're married. There's other people that I'm sure there's a few other people that you can maybe, uh, attest to, but like, like how I would say it's, it's like not impossible, but man, it makes it way harder than somebody that Peter or Bannon grows up where, you know, after, after 7 or 8 o'clock, you don't hear a peep. And when you yeah. do hear something, you're, like, looking out your blinds. Like, you're, like, peeping. You're, like, what's going on out here? Like, how does that – like, what's the stigma behind, like, the fo- like, can you call the police in the hood? Like, can you – you know what I mean? Like, you can – like you, you can again, you, you can you can call the
2: cops if you're willing to deal with the consequences. Because mm. the person that calls the cops, the cops are gonna come get a statement from them. The cops won't just come deal with the problem and then not address what happened prior, right. like how they got notified. Right? They're gonna they're gonna wanna know who, who notified them. And they, In they tell theory. them theory. About- well they don't they don't tell but, I mean they don't tell them, but all it takes is yeah. one person to see the cops go knock on someone's door. Yeah. Then the whole hood knows whose door they went to right See, like people talk about how Nova Scotia is smaller Halifax is small now make that even smaller like i yeah. said in a 4 four block radius or four street <laughs> radius that surrounds one one big block that's, like uh, trust me man it's it's, it's, crazy. it's it's crazy in there you just you you understand that even though it was super tough like for the kids there you don't realize just how crazy your environment is you think that's normal yeah. And if that's normal, it, it, you 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 live like it's normal. You go to sleep at night. You expect <laughs> shit. I, I I mean, if I do hear something loud, I wake up. Probably gunshot. Probably blah blah blah. If there is an argument. If there is this going down. If blah blah blah. You're like you just you go. It becomes normal. But because these things come nor become normal, a lot of other things aren't normal to you. You see right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I like like for the most part, I I have no problem going to sleep. With loud noises and Mm -hmm. everything going on around me. Never had that problem in my life. A lot of people I know, including my wife, cannot go to sleep if there's something loud going on. When there's loud crashes and loud bangs, it's an instant like startling thing. And for me, it's just like, hmm, I wonder what that was. Mm -hmm. Because I've become numb to that fact. And and it's it's almost negative because you don't want to be numb to something like that. You don't want that to seem normal. That's not normal. That's not... That shouldn't be anybody's normal. Nobody should yeah. have to come numb to the fact that people are dying around them, people are selling drugs, there's all kinds of crime going on, people are actually living on the streets. Mm-hmm. Cocaine's are running up to like ten-year-old kids, fifteen-year-old kids. You come on, you're getting chased by dogs all the time. Man, the no, hood is a crazy place, but I a can... lot of the things that happen should not be normal. Well, that that should be shows,
1: normalized. Just shows how well the body and the mind adapts to the environment you're in, right? Yep and and it yep. and how difficult it sometimes is to like break through that and, and break through that mold create a new one and mm-hmm. get a new normal right like but it happens all the time like, we're, yeah. we're we're gonna have to adapt to this new normal of not being able to go outside for a little bit exactly it's gonna, be, it's gonna be weird but you just gotta adapt
0: um yeah on 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 what uh bear was talking about i remember when i was young and uh when I was on Creighton, kind of what you said about the police, you know, my mom, like obviously like, um, we moved, like she moved there kind of midway. So she, she didn't, she's not, she's not black. She didn't grow up in Africa. Like, you know, that, that whole community that moved to the square or the park, but you know her, like, I remember when we were, um, young, there was a a letter in the, in the door from uh, a pimp, um, threatening, threatening her life because she she m- mom didn't care like she'd call the cops on anybody like yep. she, she didn't care what people would say or anything like that she was just concerned about protecting like my brothers and i um you know i mean she was working two jobs we were on welfare and it, it was weird i was like man like this this is crazy like somebody's gonna like potentially harm you because you're calling the cops on them like it was it yeah was weird, right and it's it's so weird to think like it I didn't live I I didn't live in adolescence enough to make to for it to be normal like how it was like it ended up being normal for you and you become numb to it and like just getting dropped off by by uh by kids parents like after hanging out with them after school and like prostitutes coming up to the car like asking asking the the father or mother like what are you looking for and and them being like man I'm just dropping my uh my son's friend off like,
2: like yeah what
0: are you talking about like I'm driving a minivan but like that's just like to think how normal that was for people that just grew up on that block and like in that environment it, and you become numb to it and then and then people on the outside like that like watch movies like it's a movie to them almost you know what i mean like it's yep it's almost like you're so you're so comfortable in your house and nice nice neighborhood and you're watching these movies you know um and yeah, what's that classic uh uh that um what? Boys in the Hood where he gets you know, the at the end. Rick, uh what's that? Yeah. No, well, right? The Boys F- in the Hood, there's menace to society too. It's like those movies where like it's cool to watch and it's fun, and you think you're like you're learning the society's stereotypes, but then you're forgetting like there's actually like human beings being right. raised it's and born course. in those environments, and mm. often um kind of what uh chico said from his thing is that you often don't show everything you know what i mean these movies oh, are never showing the, the other side of of those like they're not showing you everything and it and, never like, yeah. I, and mm-hmm. what you're saying right now is like you're explaining that like the, the stuff that you're talking about is nuts for people that don't mm-hmm. understand you know what it's like to grow up like you might hear about it you might have a friend that like tells you a little bit but like this is like kind of like eye-opening in terms of like
1: for sure,
0: guys stealing cars and racing them back, and then just playing around like like that's nuts. Like imagine if somebody stole your car,
1: not real life, you,
0: and you woke up and you found <laughs> it, you found it smashed, and the cops were like, yeah, like got stolen, and they were they're playing like roll like derby with it, and you're just like, yeah, you have no idea what like imagine how mad, but how confused and like you just be like I-, I don't know, how do you it's,
2: like, go, it's, like it's. It's, it's tough because, like, one thing, like, a huge reason to why cops aren't called a lot in those communities is because the cops can't protect you from what's going on. Co- they they yeah. can't. They can't mom, stay there. Your your parents, and you, exactly. They're not going to be there every single day to protect mm-hmm. you. And when they do come, they don't, when they do come to the hood, they're coming to take somebody away. They're not coming to implement any kind of situation where you can make things better. They're just coming and taking somebody out of the entire scenario where it doesn't necessarily have to happen like that. Mm -hmm. And so obviously the people who live there don't want to see that. So They're like, fuck, I could call the cops on this person, but that means that his life could go down the tubes all because of this one thing. So I feel like I could protect my son better than the cops could protect him because the cops are only going to put him in a scenario that they think is best for him, which is the worst scenario for him in my eyes. Yeah. And so when you feel like the people who are supposed to protect the world aren't able to protect you, why are you calling them? You're not gonna call them. You're not gonna ask them for help. Why are you gonna ask them for help? What are they gonna say? Oh, well, we can do, or we can do this. We'll put in a uh thing about this, and then we'll get back to you. Get back to who? Get back to me about what? You know what I mean? Like get back to me about handle it right now. Yeah. Put a plan in place, or do something that needs to be done. It's like they just come,
0: fuse the situation. Go exactly. Go, go talk to like try to try to reason with people. Try to. I. It's crazy. There's no that.
2: understanding. I
0: was like, I was- I was, I was. I was talking to uh, a couple people, and I was saying like, man, like, being being a cop, like, uh, uh, who I don't know who would apply to be a uh, police officer in in Halifax right now because I feel like it's a lose lose because. Yep. Even if you are a good person, and you you know you you treat everybody fairly and you go about these rules based on the systemic you know problems in the police force i feel like you're going to run into issues with people superiors above mm-hmm. you that might be racist or might be just like you know not really genuinely good people I'm not saying that they're all like that but there's no way that there's all these issues in our history of of our uh, city and province without people like that in power and then and then you're dealing with people that even if you are a good person and even if you do have good intentions, that the 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 stuff that you that people see online is just going to ruin their perception. They're going to prejudge you before when you show up. You're already going to be dealing with yeah difficult situation without people really giving you a chance to kind of show them like, listen, I'm a good, I'm here to defuse a situation. You're not the police officers that were in in Bedford or whatever that. You get called to it with a 16, 15 year old kid and you end up body, body slamming them because you don't know how to take a little joke from a kid. And we just talked about that the other day about how, you know, you got people from the hood, like they, they have quick mouths. They they think fast. They're clowns. You can, if you're a police officer and you can't handle a a kid making fun of you and Mm, your first intention is to tackle them, like, why are you even in a, in a, in a, in a, in a you're supposed to serve and protect and you're the first thing you're doing is explode in this situation rather than defusing it and that's why it's such like what you're saying it's so hard because guys like that and people like that ruin the image and and the respect for good cops and good good officers out there so it's just like yeah you know what i mean like you're in a lose lose like you're gonna go against the system and then you're gonna go and then the people are gonna go against you so it's I mean, we need good cops and you need good civil servants like that. But, man, like based on what you you're saying, like, it's, for, it's like a double-edged sword. Yeah, for, for cops, it's like,
2: I'll, okay, here's, the, here's my exact – this is exactly how I think about it. So you have cops who are going into communities and blah, blah, blah. They're uncomfortable and yada, yada, yada. Take this scenario. Okay, listen. You have somebody who's already afraid. You're already afraid. And you're already uneducated about the environment you're about to go into. So you're already on edge.
0: Right. Already. That's a good point. You're,
2: you're on an Un- edge. You're edu- already edu- at a disadvantage. Students. So you're going into an environment, an ex- extremely
0: intense environment,
2: where they're already on edge. You're on edge not because you're in charge. You're on edge because you're afraid
0: of yes. what they're mm-hmm. going to do. Because you're uncomfortable. You're
2: and you're, you should never them. be afraid. You're a cop. If, if, if you're afraid, don't go in that environment. Find right. a cop who's educated enough and not afraid and mm-hmm. goes into that environment with an open mind and doesn't go into that vi- environment with a closed mind and an open and an open weapon. It's like exactly.
1: emotionally.
2: Yeah. It's like these guys yeah. aren't educated the enough. It's disaster. like the training, the training, the training. And it's like training what you can train these guys. a mil- You can train these guys for hours and hours and hours and hours. If they don't understand the environment they're going into, it doesn't fucking matter. It does not fucking matter. Like, Marines, SEALs, um, blah, blah, blah. When they do these trainings, they have these environments set up Right. you're going to go into. Uh, you're going to so... enter this environment oh, it's normal. you're going to deal with this. Mm. So they make it normal. They train mm. them on it to make yeah. it normal to them. No, they don't just... do that with cops. They they, they they spray them in the face with pepper spray.
1: Right. You're going
2: to endure this. They might get shot with a rubber bullet. You're going to endure this. They, do they ever put cops in the ghetto and say, look, yo, go hang there. This is what you're going to be dealing with. Go hang there
0: for a while. talk to them.
2: Get to know them. Get comfortable Mm. with them. Envelop yourself in that environment. Become comfortable with it and learn to understand what they're dealing with. Because if you don't know what they're dealing with, then you can't go in there and start trying to take stuff away or start trying to tell them what's right and what's wrong. You have no fucking
0: idea what they're even dealing with. It's a very good point because because cops aren't going to change and change. They're not going to change the environment because that's up to government, that's up to legislation, that's up to Mm -hmm. politicians. So they can't like we can't expect them to just come in there and change the way the hood or or cr- crime is run. But like you said, they can go and get to know people, and understand other, how other people. life works, understand how it's, communities are run, the culture works so that they build relationships and they, they meet work, people. Yeah. And they might have a couple connects that might not, you know, snitch, but they might be like, this is kind of the what's going on right now. You might like, you might want to be around like this, this part of the neighborhood just to kind of make sure nobody comes around there for the next week or so, like just things mm-hmm. like that, probably.
2: Yeah. So and it's
0: a very good point is that, and it's, it probably is never, I don't, I don't know what police uh, training is, but I highly doubt that they, they set up, you know, um, week or month uh, workshops with, with those communities in need. Mm. In, instead, they just instill uh, search and frisk. For, for Yeah, and, and it's, it's like, crazy. Well, like, like what? Well, yeah, it's
2: like you said, man. It's just, it's just crazy because you an an uneducated student is not going to succeed in university. How the fuck is an uneducated cop going to exceed at exceed right. in a community he knows nothing about? Mm. You can't. Nobody can succeed if they're not educated. Doing what they're doing, like you said, it's, like like it's, you have to get like cops. If cops. Cops are just generally top of the food chain because they're cops and yeah. they have the power.
1: They have the power, but
2: yeah. Exactly. Mm. So they're just they're just put there because they have that title. But if you give a if you get a cop who actually goes into the community, puts in work, learns the community, understands the kids, sure, not everybody's gonna like them. He's a cop. But you will get people who will start to understand them and start to like them. That cop will be top of the food chain because that cop is gonna go to the other cops above him and say, No, like I was talking to some kids. And they were t- talking about these kind of things. Like, we should try and look into not even, like, maybe look into just setting up a little talk night, setting up a little something, and then do it. Because that goes so far with the kids, because not only are they seeing a, con- a cop who's consistent, but they're seeing a cop who cares, a cop who's trying to help. Not a yeah. cop who's trying to take people away, a cop who's trying to keep people there. Changing the to people- together. Exactly. Um, not, it's, it's not about taking them away, <laughs> it's about trying to keep them... Where like Put them in the best situation to succeed.
0: It's, hmm. it's crazy. The way you just talked about the food chain with the cops, it hit me right away that it's crazy how society and its laws and legislation and rules are built off of people that are at the top of the food chain. So society's rules that they teach officers to enforce, laws yep. to enforce, are laws and rules that they set up for people at the bottom of the food chain to constantly cross. And so you have you have cops that don't understand people at the bottom of the food chain, essentially, or people that are, you know, poor. And I'm not saying that everybody that comes from poverty is bottom of the food chain, but you guys get the analogy, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. um, And so you have you have society that has built these rules based on people at the top of the food chain, but have set up a separate society almost especially in Halifax for people that don't know about Africa and the forceful move, you have a society and a city that has set up a separate way of life and with, that does not have any support for the, these, these, these communities. Yeah. And then you're sending, and then you're sending in officers to enforce laws that they, the city set them up to fail. So you're, it's a, it's a lose, lose essentially, right? Like
2: nobody,
0: nobody's at the top of the food chain in those communities. So how are they how do they know how to, to respond? like you said, how do they know how to respond to to climb? They're they're constantly doing things that they're not supposed to. And then exactly. you're, sending in, you're sending in in people that have never been in that environment or grown up in that environment. So obviously yeah. to them, they're like, it's so easy to like follow these rules. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. It's like what do you like what do you mean? And and then when you talk to the people from the communities like, well, like, man, like I don't have money, like this is my way I feed my family, or this is yeah, easy an easy transition for me to kind of get up there, um, because it's you know it is hard to to start where you start and and I want to be Peter. I want to be a doctor.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: You know what right. I mean? How 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 easy how easy is it for a kid that is growing up with the stories that you just told to become a doctor than it is for a, a kid that has two parents that are doctors to become a doctor?
2: Right. Right. It's thinkable, it's crazy, can, right?
0: Man. And 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 people people to me, and that's what I said to Chico, and I we taught Tristan. People that somebody that where you come from, if they end up being a school teacher, it's almost as high of a climb or more of a climb than it is for a kid that came from a, a family that you're doing exactly what your parents are, are doing mm. later on in life. Whereas you're mm. going somewhere that you're at a place where your parent never made it. You know what I mean? Yeah and that is like a crazy climb because it's it's hard to realize like we just look at status and profession as a way of a way of showing somebody's progress or success in life when, yep. when you got to look at the whole story man you got to yeah. see the whole path the whole journey to really see, be like did this person progress in life did you climb the food chain did your mentality did you constantly get better
1: how like, many obstacles did you have to overcome? how many
0: yeah like like not to say that Peter or uh, another kid that, you know, had um, parents as doctors or lawyers that became that, you know, they still had to work hard for it. it Absolutely. Wasn't, it wasn't handed to Absolutely. them. Absolutely. It, but it, like, it, it's no doubt. You can't say it's not an easier path than somebody that doesn't have that knowledge or support. Right. Oh, because it did
1: um, mold that they, they've already known, right? Oh, it's and I'm not. Good. Uh, like
0: the mold. And I'm not trying to say that people that, you know, have really successful professional parents. Have like an easy, necessarily easier life because some some kids do have like at home like parents you know it should sure. be pity they and might every, not ever be there they might always be working. Problems
1: are all. Uh, like
0: uh, about people have different problems. But in terms of what what one person's dealing with, like it's it just shows you like what we're talking about. Like it's crazy like how how things are set up for for people at the bottom to to overcome. Whereas like when you're at the top, like there's not as many hurdles. You have more networking. You have more people in those places to reach to and be like, "Yo, I need. Uh, I need to connect at like this hospital to to get a resume." Or sure. my sure. son is in yep. med school, like, or trying to apply to law school. Or I'm in law school. Um, my my uncle works at Stu Mac, Love. so I'm, you're pretty much in if you do well in school. Like that doesn't happen at yep. the bottom. You know what I mean? Mm. You need. You need like, like you said, you need like. You need to go through like five people just to get into five star camp. You don't need just one person. Yeah. You know I mean? So mm. uh it's that, tough. that Yeah, man, that's, that's just... crazy. But like yeah, like it's... you said, don't you can't you can't look at um you gotta take positives from everything because if you look at all the negatives, it's gonna make it way harder to right. to convince yourself that you can get up there, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. No, it's true, man. It's it's tough. Like you like you said, it's just it's just one of those things, like you gotta if you're gonna if you're gonna sit there and tell a kid in the hood he can be a doctor, but no one from the hood has been a doctor, nobody from the hood wants to be a doctor, and no one from the hood knows what it takes to be a doctor, you think he's gonna want to be a doctor for long? When he goes, as soon as he goes outside, his mom says you can be whatever you want, you can be a doctor. Looking around, nobody you know is a doctor. You go outside, where are your friends at? Your friends are on the your friends are on the stoop, chilling. What are your friends doing? They're just over there selling blah blah blah. Where's your other friend doing? Oh, he's rapping. Oh, that's dope. I'm going to go take part in that. What mm-hmm. are the other guys doing? Oh, they're hooping. Let me go down to the court, take take part in that. All, all those guys playing, playing touch football, let's go play football. There's never a scenario where it's like, yo, let's go to the library and like, let's read a bit. Yo, why, don't you, why don't you sit in the house and read about anatomy? Why don't you read about what doctors do? Why don't you look up some stuff that doctors are into? Because we don't think of that stuff. Right. We don't know anybody that's done it. So why the fuck are we going to think it? It's not cool where we're from.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
2: amazing when they accomplish it. But when you're a kid, it's not cool. It's not cool. Like, it's not, it's not the glorified thing where we come from. Need- so as a kid, you need, you want to do what's glorified. Yeah. You want to do what everybody... You, you, you want to be the best at what everybody's doing. End of story. If everybody's doing it, you want to do it. And you want to be the best at it.
1: Mm.
2: So if there's nobody doing it, there's no reason for you to want to do it or be the best at it.
1: And that's so difficult to change, too, right? It's 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 it's, yep. it's it's not something like you can just change the color of your wall in your ha- in your bedroom. It's literally changing what society deems as cool, and not exactly,
2: cool, right? Exactly, that's,
0: that's the biggest challenge. And you yeah. can't change. And, you can't change where you where you're born. What yeah. your skin color is.
2: Nope. If you're and male, like,
0: you and if I
2: mean to change it, you. Not only would you have to start like super young, like in a, like the young generation, but then you'd also have to get a doctor or a lawyer or somebody need... in a different yeah. profession who's gonna come through. And when they glorify what they're doing, it has to be dope. Has to be dope. Has to be dope. They have to pull up in something that's crazy. Pull up in a crazy whip. They gotta get out and they gotta be down to earth. They gotta be cool. They gotta be humble and they gotta be able to connect. Cause when they do that, that's when kids are gonna. I wanna be like that guy. Mm-hmm. That's who I want to be like. Because now they have a picture, they have an image, and they see what comes with it. Now they can talk to him. Well, I want to be like him. What so do you do? How'd you get this car? You can get that as a doctor? I can get this car and chain as a duck. Yeah.
0: Change, changes the whole game. So do you think, um, and if they pulled up in like a, not like a shitty car, but like say, say they're financially responsible and they're driving like, I don't know, like to something average. But it got yeah. to point A, point B, you know, they're in meds, like, say they're a doctor and they live in a nice house where the kids can't see. Um, do you think they would, they might be like, well, it's still not even a nice car. Like, what? I don't care. Like, uh, like hell yeah, they hell
2: so-and-so's
0: and so so's driving a range, like, and got a crazy chain. Like, I don't, I don't want to be whipping around in that. But they don't see like where, they would- but they won't see where the guy lives, right? He could live on the water at this point. Like, he could live in a nice, like, down, off. And, and. And that's what I say too. I, I, like what you're saying, man. Like I've always said. Like for I feel like around here, like we talked about Chico. Like there's not much movement within communities around here. And imagine taking like a group of kids when you were like seven or eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, like twenty of them for a barbecue down on the water on the South End Arm. Being like, you guys, you guys can live here. Later on in life, if you work hard and you don't have to be a ball player, like you can be a lawyer. You can be. Yep. Imagine them like just being able to run around like on a like in that environment, right? Similar yeah. idea. Yeah. Like, so that's a really be, that's a really good point about like you need people to kind of be able to inter- like come back and and show and interact. Like, you, you can be a professional. You can you can be successful in other things and what society has kind of just tunneled you into.
2: Yeah, it's man. It's like they always say, like you gotta. When they say you gotta give back, you gotta give back meaning. You gotta give back your time, not your money, not your materials. Your time is more valuable than anything, and you just give back your time. Your time doesn't cost money. Time is money, but your time doesn't cost you money. You go back, you talk to some kids, take some time to do it. You change those kids' lives, even if you don't change those kids' lives, you did your part. You attempted, mm. you tried, you put in the work. Can't say whether that. exactly whether it worked or not. Who who knows? But you try. tried, and that's yeah. Sometimes, man, that's
0: all it takes. That's a that's a great point. That's like a player. That's like telling a player, like, listen, you might not be the most talented, but work your ass off, work as hard as you can. Like that's like me. Like I felt like I got everything out of myself in university that you could possibly have gotten out of me as an athlete. So like yeah. I have, Looking back, it's like, I don't think I could have done anything more than I did, right? So the same right. idea, like, if you're going to give back to the kids, like, like me, like, me, I didn't go play pro, like, I wasn't, I wasn't an AUS MVP like you, I didn't have, I didn't reach those physical skills and stuff, but you, like, everything you got was the most, I didn't leave anything uh, uh, left out, whereas, like, what exactly you're is like, if you're going to go back and talk, just, just talk go leave, mm. leave it out there and if people listen to you that great if they don't there's nothing like you left you you put it out there right
2: mm-hmm.
0: so that, yep. I, 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 and I'm to, 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 to that point I, I'm trying to use this and these these moments on here as one of those ways to reach you know um, young scotians um, young Canadians young Americans young anybody to really listen to, right. you, to you and to hear the words that you're saying like what we say what we ask and for them to make their own make help make their own minds up and then, hopefully make make it, better decisions exactly. than they might have without listening. You know what I mean? That's-
1: a kid's gonna listen to someone a T t bear status who 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 made it to the top and realize that it's okay not to be built for that bike, right? And they're gonna be able to be like, you know, this alpha guy, this this cool real real cool guy who has a life together was once in my position and he had to make that tough decision to like remove himself from from the friends that that were going to lead him down a different path and that's okay like going back to like you need to see someone in your community who has done that this is giving those guys a, a, a opportunity or a platform to see someone like T-Bear and be like okay he did that too it's okay if I do
0: and and exactly. and on that point you're still you're still friends with everybody correct for the most part oh 100% like all your boys like they didn't like it might have been weird for them at first, mm. but like you're still connected to this day. The ones that like oh yeah. So like there's yeah. ways there's ways of not breaking like long time bonds. To be honest,
2: uh, to be like completely honest, midway through high school, probably like around the end of grade 11, 12, it reached a point where like I was like the one that they protect. Like every like all the people that at one point were like whitewash, are you doing this? Are you doing that? Now it reached a point where they realized my talent on the court. They realized that I'm representing our community. Mm. Then it, it it became a nobody can fuck with T Bear kind of thing. Interesting. <laughs> Which I'm sure you have witnessed being around me as long as you yeah, have yeah, going and doing the things we've done. I have it just sure. it just reached a point where like the respect I, came at a different level for a different reason, but I, the respect I, was just as prominent as it would have been if I was on the streets. I remember
0: that. I remember being at a high school party in the pubs and. um I remember i don't know what the beef was it was in a small ass house those little houses and somebody said you i, I can't remember what it was about and they were like i'm coming back to shoot you or something yeah and and you like yeah, i remember you, that you made one phone call and boom like people <laughs> like it was like yo we're pulling up like we got we got guns we got like shotguns like, <laughs> and like i'm interesting like i'm there like Man, I'm, I'm like obviously I'm in this mode where like I think everything is so cool, right? Like I'm just like like I try to explain like yeah I grew up like in poverty and stuff, but like, sure, I wasn't sure. in like my, I was I was what Bear says he was doing in grade ten like I was going to hang with kids in the south end, right, 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 right. so I wasn't really I wasn't really running around like seeing that lifestyle. So mm-hmm. when I got to high school and started hanging with Bear and Bubby and these guys like I still wasn't really introduced to it until things like this. And I was like, Tristan, I'm there like, like there's like, it's like normal for him. He's like, yeah, I'm just waiting. Like I'm somebody's coming to get me. And in my head, I'm like, man, this guy just said he's going to come back and shoot us. Like, like, I want to be your friend and be here, but I'm not you. Like, should I just leave? Like, can I go go home and still be a good friend? (laughs) I can't even
2: imagine that.
0: (laughs) and like you know like nothing i don't i don't remember much like i don't think any shots happened or like whatever i can't really remember how it ended but like
2: we, no yeah nothing somebody happened, picked but... us
0: up or somebody like we all got home and nothing kind of transpired mm. from that like there might have been tension for a week following but like yeah it was still one of those things that like you, you're just like it, it's so <laughs> uncomfortable because it's not right. normal for you you're right. like yeah it, it bears almost emotions are almost numb like he's angry like he's like Maybe a little scared, but he he knows people are coming. He knows he has somebody there, and it's yeah. Uh, it's so man. We there's some crazy stories. Like even in high school, kids kids body slamming the principals and and vice yep. principals in the middle of the school, like fighting, like full of fight, yep. School School right. lockdown because they brought the guns. Oh man, they, it's they, crazy. Code red, like announced, like you're just nobody's allowed to leave leave the classroom. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's just like they're like what's crazy, going on man. and most to most kids they're, it's so weird like they're so shook they're like am I, am I gonna die am i gonna die and and like the other kids that are actually the ones fighting like it's just like, mm-hmm. like like normal right like, right. Growing up, yeah. like it's up, like this guy's bothering me like fuck you like yeah i'm you, gonna knock you out or slam you and show you, you like you're like, your bottom you're... you think you're top of the food chain because you're principal right i'm gonna show yeah. you I'm food chain because you can't beat me but like you said yeah. the, the, that doesn't like, you can't do those things in society. Like, you can't right. go outside your, your environment and do those things. It's not normal.
1: And I yeah. think it's important. It's interesting to hear, Bear, like, the perspective is, like, that's just all we know. And then it shows real growth that you're able to, to empathize with people outside of that community. <laughs> and that's all they know is because they only see it on the news. Like, I think that's just super powerful that you're able to distinguish the reasoning which which removes it just shows that your ability to remove the emotions the that a lot of people put on it and be like man that's just like people are stupid like white people they suck mm-hmm. right but to show like that just shows the growth and like the maturity for you to be able to be like it's not their fault either
0: uh, yeah i think i think it would probably be because you you stepped outside your, yeah. your your environment and started uh introducing yourself to theirs so you could you actually understood a bit, like you you saw it, like yeah. Girl, yeah. These people have no idea, like so how would they? Yeah, bro, looking at looking at Bannon's window
2: on a Saturday or a Friday is like <laughs> world of a difference. Looking at my window on a Saturday or a Friday, right? And that's that's just what it comes down to. It's like he doesn't even understand, like he would He doesn't even know. They don't even know that these things exist for us. Mm. So how can we? How can we fault them for their for for like what they believe and what they see? Mm. I mean it's I mean, sure, they have time to get to understand and get to know yeah. but I have time to get to understand and get to know a lot of things that I don't get to understand and yeah. know about. And I'm still uneducated and ignorant towards, right? And yeah. so it's like I can't force them to do that. It has to be something they want to do. So I'm not in a position to fault them or yeah. hold them at fault for it. But at the same time, I'm not okay with it. I right. have to understand why sure. it is the way it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a big I think that's a big a big uh, thing too is where people what you just said like you're not okay with people you know not not understanding their whole life or not not being um right not being compassionate or 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 mm-hmm. under, or open to change or open that's to being change. a good
1: human being in general Yeah
0: you but, yeah. but you understand why you, like you know
2: Mm-hmm. Like you might give somebody yep.
0: like you might give them a pass once or twice, but like eventually mm-hmm. you're like, yo, like, yeah, oh yeah, this isn't just like things aren't just gonna go away. Yeah,
1: yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, that's good, man.
0: I like. Thank that. you. I think that was a nice touch up on. Uh, very,
1: very nice, and and I'm even seeing this. This could be like, to be honest, it could be like a I think s- we could separate start. episode because I think we
0: might even start with this. And then just run the second one after.
1: We'll we'll play we'll play around with it for sure. But I'm glad I'm glad we got to. to so this reach. is
0: this is a crazy conversation.
1: To yeah. Like, Which uh, crazy, um, crazy because it's so powerful that like it could help it could help a lot of people. You know.
0: Big time, oh yeah, man. For sure, man. I, I I just think it's 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 great to hear like because we have we have, we have you Chico coming coming kind of from the same place, but your lives just went like yeah. this yeah exactly. right? it's like why right yeah and you guys both explain why and story. you both have different perspectives but you both have a really good understanding now of like kind of
1: what transpired back then, and mm-hmm.
0: and uh and you're both like both open great funny people like to, to talk to story approach
1: too, yeah. yeah like
0: and and eye-opening you know what i mean not a lot of people a lot of people don't I've never experienced what you guys have experienced or, mm. you know what I mean? So mm. it's, man, like, it's just, it's just powerful, man. It's just, yeah. I hope, I hope people from Scotia, especially, you know, from the communities really listen to this yeah. from the South End, from the West End, from, from the North End, like just to hear like the perspectives of, of you guys, cause you're, you're only about a decade, two decades removed.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, there's yeah. been
0: change. There's been change, but we know change is slow. We know change happens really slow. There's still racism. There's still sy- systemic um, issues, economic issues that that, like we talked about, that make um, people at the bottom's lives a lot tougher. So it's 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 great to hear your guys' perspectives and stories, so that people and kids can be like, okay, like, yeah. oh, I should make That's this great. decision, or it's okay for me to be different. Like it's okay for mm-hmm. me to not feel pressure to act a certain way if in my mind I don't want to. Like,
2: mm. exactly, so, exactly.
0: Man, this is. I'm, I'm. I'm. really happy we touched it up on us today because I think. I think this is like, man. Like yesterday. Don't get me wrong. Yesterday really good too because we had a lot of good topics uh, and things discussed. Like Tristan said, but man, like you hit the nail on the on the head with this one. Like. I don't know if there's anything else you want to add. If if you're thinking about anything or
2: like not even I don't really have anything to add. I guess I just have a like a question I'm kind of interested about like not for you Frosty, but Tristan for you like seeing the like like seeing me in the light that you see me in, the light that you would see me at X and blah blah blah. How was how was that for you to see and then to hear now, like, what actually, how things actually came to be, like, is it, is there a huge difference in how you thought things went compared to how you now you know things well, went?
1: For sure, for sure. And and it, I don't, I don't think it's a matter of me, um, thinking one thing and then now seeing it in a different light, because your story never even came, it was never a question to me when I was growing up, because I just saw you as this, uh, superstar basketball player that was so cool had all these friends had this energy towards him that just made people want to gravitate towards him mm-hmm. it it wasn't me trying to like as a child for sure and it's now that i'm i'm older it's changing but as a child when you're glorifying or you see this person on a pedestal you're just obsessed with who they are in that moment and, and what they represent i think now that i'm older that, that's where that, that those questions come and be like, okay, like, what made this guy who he is? Where did mm. he, what are the things that he had to go through in order to be that person, right? So, yeah, but definitely as a kid, I think it, it's the same. Like, growing up watching your favorite NBA player, LeBron, you're, you're, not, you're not worried about the lifestyle. You, you, those, those aren't things that you question. You're just, you're happy to, to, to watch him and do what he does um but don't get me like it's this is like these past two three hours four hours whatever it's just like it's been like super cool to get a deep dive behind that person that i once saw right yeah definitely Definitely. i think that's uh, that's what would best describe it for me
2: sick man well yeah i mean i don't have any more questions unless you guys Uh, have something to say or I, I just wanna know what's going on with
1: Frosty's hair right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and yo, I was talking to I was talking to Shan's mom today because it's her birthday and I FaceTimed her and she was like laughing about my hair a bit and I go, Well, what do you want me to do? No barbershops open. There's gonna be there's gonna be a new YouTube channel, how to cut your own hair uh, for a dollar or something. They they're gonna show people how to fade each other up. Oh my god. <laughs> okay that was no, that was good. Hi, nice. all right. Thank you. I I mean, thanks for tuning in to Totfc Podcast. If you liked it and you want to hear more, please share it with a friend, a family member, a teammate, or anybody. Like the video, consider subscribing to Totfc Podcast.